as I said, I can't actually still get the iTunes to work because now it's like, uh, you've already submitted this feed. I was like, yeah. And then you rejected it after a year and a half for no reason, you dickheads. <laughs> and it's like, you motherfuckers. And there's like absolutely no, nothing I can email just to ask them a question I can find. It's the, I fucking hate Apple so much. Yeah, I don't want to read a fact, you dickheads. I it's, want to send you an email. No, they, no, but you can't do that. It's like any large company, any yeah. large company that does anything on the internet where where their entire trading is based around intangible things. They don't need to give a shit. Basically, the iTunes podcast thing is exactly... It's just an RSS feed aggregator. But apart from every other RSS feed aggregator where it just rips them automatically off the internet because it's awesome. Yeah. Like, iTunes, you have to submit it yourself because, like, Apple wants to control all of the information. It's like, fucking shut the... (laughs) Fuck you, Apple. Fuck you. (sighs) Ah. If you actually go to their contact page, it also doesn't have any like fucking contact details. Yeah. It's just like, oh, read this fact. It's like, no, fuck you. I click contact so I want to send you a shitting email. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm reaching the point now where I might write them a letter and send it to their postal address. An angry letter. Yeah, just because strongly just le- worded letter. Just because Apple's online presence is so fucking shit. But I think I might have to send them a fucking letter. <laughs> like, Christ, stop this shit. Oh. <laughs> I am going to have to send Apple. I am going to have to send a letter to the machine spirit of Steve Jobs. That's what I'm going to have to do. Like, the only contact address I'll have is, like, the letter of the late Steve Jobs' wife. I'll have to send her a letter. It's like, hey, your husband's company sucks. If I ever meet anyone who works for Apple, I'm going to punch them in the face. But on the other hand, no one works for Apple. Because they don't actually exist as a thing. The only way that you can deal with that is just go to an Apple store and start punching people in the throat. Oh, yeah, I might do that. I might just go to an Apple store and just grab a guy like, no! Oh, <laughs> but this guy's like this guy's been in the Apple Store hitting geniuses in the face with a rolled up newspaper and shouting no at them for fifteen minutes. We can't make him leave. Yeah. You should probably finally set up an email account because it's twenty thirteen and we're Apple. You should go in. Actually, that's what you should do, mate. You should go into an Apple Store and <laughs> tell them that you can't upload your podcast. Yeah, because you know, like. We're supposed to be their... T- hey, we're hip and happening hipster podcasters. Yeah, I should do that. You should and do like, that just to way, see what they do. By the way, the only Apple product I own is, an, is a nine-year-old iPod Nano that still works, so thanks for that. Yeah. Like, I hear all of your modern electronics are shit, but that was actually pretty good. Good going. <laughs> good going on that thing you made nine years ago. Yeah, before you became fucking fuck-ups. <laughs> With all the money. All of the money. How did they... You know how they have all the money? Because they don't pay anyone. 
Yeah, they don't pay anyone and they produce... Like all, all, all Steve Jobs did was set up a bunch of like robots that send emails. He's basically, basically he set up a Ukrainian spam bot network and somehow became the richest man in the world. That's what happened. Well, it's like that story about the people in, um, was it in Korea or China, who thought they were working for Apple, but actually they were working for a complete counterfeit Apple store. The reason is because Apple operate like a shady Chinese counterfeit ring.
is 2pm on the 5th of November 2013. My name is Darren Thomas. And I'm Simon Payne. And you're listening to episode 65 of The Errand of Mercy, our bonfire night episode. Yeah, you, um, you'll have to forgive the slight pause there. I was taking off my Guy Fawkes mask. I was going to do this entire this entire episode wearing a Guy Fawkes mask, but I decided <laughs> against it. Because, yeah, I mean, you can only destroy the system so much. Yeah, and I'm also worried that, that like, somebody will see me speaking into a microphone with a Guy Fawkes mask on, like, through my window and assume that I'm a member of Anonymous. Yeah, And, and just, then the police will come after me. Probably less like the, the police. It's just that everyone who sees you will think you're, you're a dickhead. Yeah. So, I don't think that, that, that there's Anonymous... There's never any excuse to wear a V for Vendetta mask unless you're V from Vendetta. Yeah, unless you're him. <laughs> yeah, unless you're him, that's fine. Do you own one of those masks, G? Um, no, of course I don't. Okay, well... well I imagine you do. Yeah, that was going to say, if yeah. you could, if you were going to say, which member of Errand of Mercy owns a, a uh, V for Vendetta mask, guess which one? It's, yeah. it's me. It's, yeah, it's not that hard to guess. Never worn it on a protest, though. Yeah. Never I went used, that far. I used to own a werewolf mask, but I seem to have lost that at some point. <laughs> I don't think... I think that a werewolf... Oh, yeah, I remember your werewolf mask. Yeah. I don't think that that... I think that's fine because it's just a mask. It's not just a like a symbol of a kind of lame internet group. Yeah, it's not It's not the symbol of fat, white, middle-class people anarchy. Yeah, I don't think that, like... I think it's kind of over for them now, isn't it? It's kind of over. Like they, they were on that episode of the IT crowd. I think that was the final <laughs> nail in the coffin. Yeah. I don't know. I was reading something um, the other day. That apparently, anonymous Indonesia had hacked the Australian government or something. I was like, well, I don't know. I guess that's the thing. Like it's always those sort of countries that are like a little bit behind. So yeah, like yeah. there are now V for Vendetta masks being like spray painted onto the walls of buildings in the Philippines. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of, that's it. It's and they'd be like, that, if, if anybody catches the, uh, the teenagers who are responsible, they'd just look the police dead in the eyes and say, deal with it in Filipino as some sunglasses slide down over their eyes. <laughs> And then the policeman's like, dude, this was over at least a yeah. year ago. Yeah. Like, honestly. Come on, really? man. Also, we're in a federal country, so I'm going to beat you to death. <laughs> I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to have to beat you to death. Is, 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 are the Philippines a third world country? Um, I would say the Philippines, I believe, are classed as a newly industrialised country. So I guess that's second world. What does that mean? Is third world even a thing anymore? I thought we weren't allowed to say that anymore. I think we're like I think I think it's developing world is yeah like developing the, the, world. the third world is it's kind of com- it's actually all like to do with Cold War terminology. So the first world was America and its bros. Second world was um, Russia and its homies, and then third world was everyone else, i.e., the crap countries. I didn't know that. That's where that came from. Yeah, that's so- where that the third world means the uh, con- because there were three three main alliances in the Cold War period: the, uh, NATO. Um, yeah. could have formed, you know, Western Europe, the United States. Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy. Yeah. Then you had uh, the Warsaw Pact and other communist bloc states. So Russia, China, um, Poland. Cuba. Metro 2033, Yeah, we'll call those. Metro 2033 countries. And then the non-aligned movement, which was sort of India, Brazil, Yugoslavia, um, Egypt. Oh, okay. What we call, is that, that's Tom that's, Clancy again. 
That's that's the bad guys from. Well, no, that's the thing. They're they're the third world. So like they're the countries where because the Tom Clancy books couldn't happen in Russia because Because that's too too, overt. That would be too overt. So like Tom Clancy novels and all wars in the period had to happen in third world countries. See, that's how far we've come because five years ago we were obviously comfortable with um, with with staging a, a military fetishist narrative that involved Russia in invading the uh, the USA. Mm. So obviously, diplomatic relations have improved since the Cold Massively, War. Massively, yeah. <laughs> Which is nice to see. It's like, it is nice to see, definitely. I, I, I would say that the release of the video game Red Alert can be put as the point where kind of like cultural attitudes post-Cold War began to change. <laughs> yeah, when <laughs> Einstein went back in time to try and stop Hitler from starting World War Two, but instead, like, Stalin took over and was the big bad guy. Wasn't that the... That was the story of that was, Red Alert. I'm pretty sure that was the plot of Red Alert. That was a good video game. That was awesome. That was an awesome video game. It was like so stupid, but it was so good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say the point when we started moving away from first to third world was probably Red Alert and possibly Air Force One. Air Force, those, those, those cultural, those pieces of pop culture <laughs> those history. Those cultural touchstones. <laughs> Do you think that we'll ever be at a point as a society where there'll be like a museum where like the cultural event Red Alert, a game produced by the now defunct Westwood Studios, walking around like a museum with a, a audio tour headphones on, just um, listening to that? Well, I think I'm pretty sure I saw something like the Museum of Modern Art in the United States was buying up like old Amigas and stuff because they're doing a thing about the art of video games. So you know when you say a point in our society that probably is like now you mean right now yeah, yeah. yeah i think that exhibit's opening in a week so yeah oh, the future point, you mean like, right now yeah i mean right now is that that's what i meant by the future yeah. <laughs> um, i realized that recently as well like quite often i i forget that we're that we're living in the future and then i i read something and i'm like oh shit no it is the future now um like in manchester they've just put up these They've put up these new advertising boards, which are all like video advertising. You know the uh, massive advert in um, Blade Runner with yeah. the woman eating the thing and then smiling. Yeah, it's like it's like moving adverts like that, and yeah. and and like so it's two sides are moving adverts, and then one side is a touch screen with information about Manchester, and you can find like you find a restaurant, and then you hold your phone up to it, and it puts the information. It kind of like goes. Whoop, onto your phone no it's too yeah. much so that's what's happening now we're living in blade runner but it's not cool yeah yeah yeah, we, yeah of course it's not cool because we're in it we're in it so yeah. it's actually lame and we don't have flying cars and um yeah it's we just... don't have we don't have flying cars or amazing monologues about tears being lost in the rain yeah um so far discussed two films this week both of which star harrison ford um <laughs> I don't. Have you seen Ender's Game yet? No, and I haven't. Not yeah, yet. But we, if we'd seen that, this would have been the perfect podcast. It would, it would be the Harrison Ford podcast. The Harrison. This is this is uh, the Errand of Mercy episode sixty-five. The yeah. Harrison Ford hour. It's the Harrison Ford cast <laughs> with Harrison and Ford. <laughs> Hi, I'm Harrison, and I'm Ford. And you're listening to the Harrison Ford cast. No, I've heard good things about Ender's Game, though. I have. Um, I'm still conflicted about it, whether I want to go and see it. Um, they they cut out my favourite subplot, but then again, I have to just I have to just accept that it's like Gambit in X Men. That that you know, even yeah. though he's my favourite character, he's not necessarily everybody else's. G. 
no, he's he's definitely not. I think the other thing is like I've got two films. Like, I, I need to go and see. I might go and see four tomorrow or two because I I like the first one, so I'll probably go and see that tomorrow. Yeah, I think I might end up going to see the Hunger Games too. Like even though it's a film, is that out now? No, it's, it's out in a couple of weeks. Okay. It's a film for teen girls. I yeah. probably will go and watch that because I really like the first one. Yeah, I quite enjoyed the first one as well. I might, I might try and go and see it with my dad like I yeah. did the first one. I also still haven't seen Gravity and like Manchester has an IMAX. So I guess uh, I... You know, I'm, not, I'm not really feeling Gravity. Everybody's been going mental about it, but I'm no, just not, not really that. feeling gravity. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I'm I'm currently podcasting from inside like a centrifugation chamber. <laughs> so I don't really feel I don't really feel the gravity that much. I'm, no, I'm but all, like as a yeah. movie, it just looks like like two people. It just looks like um, Solaris. But I just I, feel that like George Clooney has a bad track or, track record with being in space with women. Wait, 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 wait. Do you not like Solaris? Um. Now, now, do I not like Solaris? You've got to be careful here. I feel the same way about Solaris as I do about the works of H.P. Lovecraft. In that, I like what I like, like a lot of its core concepts, but I feel that they could have cut down everything by about fifty percent, and it would have been more enjoyable to watch. Mm. I just feel like this, like. I feel like it's a little bit too self-indulgent. No, I, I, I entirely disagree. Also, I, I, as, as I think has been discussed, I'm a big fan of Tom of, um, of uh, <coughs> George Clooney. Sorry, yeah, um, I've got his name there for a second. <laughs> well, obviously, you're not the bigger fan. Yeah, well, I'm not. But yeah, I, no, I think I, he's I, all right. But I've always felt like watching George Clooney always feels to me like watching a really like a really self-indulgent uncle tell you about something he knows loads about there's something about the way he acts that just makes me go like oh it makes it feels kind of gross <laughs> like if, like especially in like the the oceans 11 movies where well, I like, mean, i'm also- going to show these kids how to act i'm like really because you're not really bringing it as hard as you think you're bringing it also oceans 11 is shit film. yeah well yeah there's that so, as well I mean, both the original and the remake i'm willing to go on record as saying are both bad movies <laughs> Well, no, I'm I'm, by Ocean's Eleven, the original, I mean the one with Frank Sinatra. Yeah, I know. I I know that. It's not meant to be made because it's, I mean, it's just just Frank Sinatra and his mates dicking about and it's not that good. And it's like, oh, let's remake that. Why? It wasn't very good. You know? (laughs) It's not like Robocop. Which, which you know, you shouldn't remake because it was so good. It's good. It's the yeah. opposite. It's the opposite. Like I, I can see like, but maybe there's a film that's like, uh, it was kind of like some of it's good, but it's, you know, the effects are kind of crappy and like, you know, the acting wasn't as good as it could have been. It's showing it's a like, all right, remake it. But yeah, like, no, there was nothing kind of like Ocean's Eleven to start off with wasn't worth watching, so it's yeah. to make it again. Also, like, something else I've noticed about movies recently, do you think that there is, within the last, like, five or ten years, a new acting school in L.A. has opened that is teaching preteen girls how to act in horror movies? Because recently there's just been, like, a an explosion of horror movies that feature young girls being creepy. Um, I don't, you know, I don't watch horror movies. Like, That's not all like, the paranormal I mean, activities. I, and... Well, exactly. I would never go watch one of those. Like, so, because how come? Because you're well, a pussy. 
No, yeah, we've talked about this before. I'm a pussy. I don't like. I don't enjoy being scared. It's the same reason I don't go on roller coasters. Like, yeah, what? Like, why do I want to be afraid? That's a horrible emotion. I've got another That's reason. That's like the worst emotion. Why do I want to feel that? Fuck you. I've like, got another the only re- time I am going to feel afraid is when, like, I am being mugged or something. Like, I don't want to experience that in my day-to-day life. <laughs> I've got another reason why you won't want to get on the roller coaster this week. Yeah, I heard the roller coaster you went on. Yeah. Right. That it, it it failed pretty catastrophically. It failed quite catastrophically. Yeah, like like we're not talking well, like oh we've got to shut it down because it got stuck at the top of the ramp. The uh, wheels fell off and flew into the face of some of the riders. Yeah, the best thing was some of the wheels came off and hit some people in the face. And do you know what they did? They were like, mm, best finish the loop then. No, yeah. no, no, don't do get a crane or something. <laughs> like take like. Get the people off there and then burn the roller coaster to the ground. <laughs> Don't carry on with it, you crazy fucks. But I think that that's the problem with roller coasters. Like once it starts its cycle, it's more dangerous to try and stop it than it is to let it finish cycling because it's just once that you 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 get off the end of that ramp, it's just physics. Physics is making you its bitch. What what they need is. You know, kind of like on the Apollo space missions, like if the rocket failed, there was sort of an emergency rocket that would just rip the top bit with the people off and just fly it into the sea or something. So they think <laughs> while the rest of the rocket exploded. They need one of those on roller coasters. Like the wheels have fallen off. Best press the emergency button. What, like so an ejector, on. which yeah, an fires eject. everything off and then they land, like they have parachutes that they deploy. They have parachutes and yeah, and then they land in a lake nearby or something. That, that's what other cases need. I mean, if they did that, I still wouldn't be getting on one because, like, fuck parachutes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Most people jump out of planes. Do you know, like, the reason we built planes is so that we could be in the air, not falling rapidly out of the air. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I want to do that? Yeah, you're misunderstanding the purpose of planes, all right? Don't. Yeah fall out of them if, like list of things you should do with your eyes look with them nothing list of things you should do with planes one fly two don't fall out of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right you're right don't fall out of that plane that's what the errand of mercy says I feel like like the the subject matter of this week's podcast is um is is pretty apt for for a podcast which is turning sixty five, <laughs> just gradually becoming more can- cantankerous and more risk averse. I've been cantankerous and risk averse since the moment I was born. Um, so well, I mean, it's just been Halloween, so let's talk about Halloween. Did you any- do anything for it, Simon? I didn't this year. We were going to, but um, but we couldn't really afford it. It was in the middle of the week and stuff. And you know, Leamington's full of students at the moment, and I'm worried that if I go outside during or near Halloween in the evening um, in a student town like this, I will just I'll just start vomiting and cursing. Yeah. Like um, I was, I was driving back home on Halloween night from work, and there's a road where like all the students live, and it was just like a parade of the same very shortcut costume copy pasted onto a number of different girls all walking into the city centre. Oh, it was, okay. uh, it was not pleasant. Like, why, why do all costumes have to like? Why do women? I mean, that's a whole different discussion. Is why do all women's Halloween costumes have to be shortcut and stuff? Like, why can't it, why can't a woman dress up as a 
like I don't know a Frankenstein or something, and it not be a sexy Frankenstein <laughs> because just... because you know it's it, women aren't allowed to be scary; they have to be sex objects and nothing else. G, <laughs> I guess so. Um, well, here's a here's a costume another another costume that um, that existed over Halloween this year, which is also probably inappropriate. Um, this is a seven year old from uh, Virginia in the United States. Good start. Who, Good start. Whose mother dressed him up as a member of the Ku Klux Klan to go trick or treating. Now, I hear this story like every other day, basically, <laughs> um, especially around Halloween. And usually, like you've just dressed your kid up as a ghost, but you've yeah. not you've not considered the dangerous history that your your country yeah. has with with people who wear white hoods. So yeah. was was he actually just dressed as a ghost, and this has been blown out of proportion? Uh, oh. No, the mother is a member of the Klu, Klu Klux Klan, and um, and that's why she dressed her son as one. Her and all her family are members, and apparently she says it's tradition to dress their children as members of the Klan for Halloween. Oh, um, that's a that's a shitty tradition. <laughs> it's a, it's a, like on the one hand, it's a bold defense. Yeah, it's a bold defense. It's a shitty tradition. Also. It's a shitty costume. Yeah, Can exactly. I just say, like, if, if you were a regular person and dressed up your child as a Ku Klux Klan, it would be a shitty costume, but, like, at least it would be a costume. Yeah. You're just dressing up your son as what he is. Yeah. Which is a member of the KKK. That's a crap costume. Like, <laughs> if I went to a Halloween party dressed as myself, which is what I generally do for Halloween yeah. parties, like, that's a crap costume, and that's exactly what you've done here. It's like, it's like your son's like, can I be a Dracula? And it's like, no, son, you're just going to wear the uniform you have to wear every night when we burn crosses. When I was a teenager once, me and my friend Will went to a Halloween party, realised that, that we didn't have anything to wear so we just switched clothes and said that we'd come as each other it's classic lazy lazy costume we didn't however as you've just noticed dress up as um as clan members you didn't despite the fact you were both members of the clan Well, yeah i've been a member of the clan for a while i'm like a i'm what they they have some the only thing i remember about the kkk apart from the racism is that they have some pretty like badass officer names don't they like if you're high up in the clan Aren't they? They're, They're like wizards and That's dragons. Like and stuff. That's like really lame. No, I think it's pretty cool. No, it's like it's like oh yeah, this is the grand wizard and this is the chief dragon. It's like mm, really, guys. Like you couldn't come up with something awesome. You just like you just read a shit fantasy book. <laughs> You know, like, even in good fancy books, they're not actually called wizards or dragons. Mages, magisters. Yeah, it's shit like that. That would be all right. Like, no, you, you, you're just going straight with wizard. Yeah. <laughs> you're a dude You're a dude who dresses in blue and has, like, stars taped to his hat. That's not intimidating in any way. Not until he hits you with a cone of cold and then you're, fu- you're fucked, aren't you? What are you going to do there? All frozen up. You're taking D8 plus three cold damage and a fortitude save against being frozen. What are you going to do then? What are you going to do then? <laughs> now, how are you going to act? <laughs> Come in here. This is my castle, <laughs> motherfucker. Um, but yeah, so I think my main objection to this costume isn't that he was dressed as a member of the KKK. It's that 
that's not a costume because he is a member of the KKK. It's like if like it's a, it's the thing like if you're at a Halloween party and a guy comes dressed as a fireman, yeah, that's an all right costume because he can do like he can pretend to be a fireman. He can like yeah. throw water at someone who's lighting a cigarette. He's like, hey, I'm a fireman. It's kind of like oh, what a dick, but it's kind of funny because he's dressed as a fireman. Yeah. And like and then he he can like carry people and stuff because he's yeah. a fireman if however you have a friend who's a fireman and he comes to your party dressed as a fireman it's like it's a, it's oh, a mate. Shit, dude like have you just oh what have you just come straight from work no no you had the day off today but you all right i guess you you really like being a fireman okay. and for some reason you've brought an actual fire axe it's a bit a bit intimidating really. <laughs> I, I don't think you should have brought the axe i think the axe is too much yeah. can i just say there was like the one time in the past i don't know how many, like half a decade i've gone to a costume party in costume yeah i went as a pilot yeah and another guy went as a pilot but he was a pilot <laughs> and i remember at the time being like that's not fair. Yeah. Like, I bought a costume. And, like, but yours looks amazing compared to mine because that's your work code, you twat. <laughs> I remember once I helped a friend of mine, like, he was going out on a pub crawl, like a like a, um, a, a nerd-themed pub crawl at university, and I, made, I helped him make a costume for it, like, dress as a nerd. But we managed to together. I used to... Uh, he's now in the Marines, bless him. He got, like, recruited through the officer corps in, uh, at uni. But um, they all went out on, like, a pub crawl, and I managed to, with him, make a nerd costume, which was so amazing, no girls would talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> it was just too real. It was too too intense. Too intense. Like like Hawaiian uh, Hawaiian shirt over, undone over the top of a black t shirt that just said, um, "I'm not a nerd. I'm a level nine warlord." Written on it. We got a wig and put loads of horrible gel in it to make it look like he had a really greasy ponytail. <laughs> it was so it was so spot on. It was so good. <laughs> Too spot on, got too real. That's the thing. If you go to a nerd party, you dress up, you just get some like giant comedy glasses, yeah, like maybe sort of a a calculator sticking out of a pocket. Yeah, you don't actually make them look like a nerd. That's a terrible idea. (laughs) Well, he he agreed to do it. It wasn't my fault. He made the decision. Also, he's fucking hench as well, which only made it even funnier. (laughs) Well, if he's in the Marines, I guess. Yeah. Speaking of spoopy situations that have got got too real, we've got some more spider news this week, as uh, it is Halloween. It is ha- um, well, it well, was it's not Halloween, Halloween anymore. It, as it was Halloween, <laughs> yeah, um, and it's now November the fifth. There's a lot of we cram a lot of events into our winter calendar, don't we? As English, we people? really do. Yeah, it's all it's all kicking off. Well, it's it's all. It's the fact that it's all happening in sort of autumn as well. Yeah. It's not winter yet, but it's yeah. just it's an autumn it's an autumn heavy holiday season. Yeah, it is, isn't it? So um we got a story from Sainsbury's. Um, okay. from um a Sainsbury's in London. A lady um she uh, she bought some bananas from Sainsbury's. Mm. Um potassium. Yeah, wanted some potassium, took them home, uh and um she took them out of the bag and um she was like, Oh, this um these bananas have some funny looking spots on them, uh, and she thought it was just like kind of mold on the um, on the outside of the skin. Right. Yeah. Um, 
just like yeast, which you get, you know, on fruit. That's what that's how you make beverages, alcoholic beverages out of fruit. You use the yeast on the outside of the uh, of the berries or the fruits. And um, she put them down on the table, and um, yeah. she was gonna ha- was gonna eat them. Left the kitchen for a bit, came back in, and um, she noticed that some of the some of the dots had, had started moving and were hatching into um, into tiny spiders that were crawling off the table and scurrying all over her floor. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not scared of spiders, but I actually just got a shiver up my spine. Just pure that's, nightmare fuel. That's horrible. So <laughs> so she took them back to Sainsbury's. Yeah. And she was like, um, I want... Um, I want to uh, I want a refund on these and they gave her a 10 pound refund. Mm. Um and she was like okay fine whatever. And then um she sent a picture of one of the spiders, one of the baby spiders to a pest control specialist who rang them up almost immediately after seeing the picture and just told them to get the fuck out of the house. <laughs> like okay. just get out of the house. Um and it turns out that these spiders were in fact Brazilian wandering spiders, which is the most dangerous spider in the world. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh, they're also called the banana spider. Um I'm a big fan of the Brazilian wandering spider. Uh, it's one of the only spiders that appears to um intentionally predicate humans. Oh, uh, they're called the Brazilian wandering spider because they just walk along. They'll just walk any. They'll go on really long walks and bite anything that they come across. And they're very venomous as well. So they're not necessarily the most poisonous spider, but they're just assholes. They will <laughs> find you and they will kill you. Um, yeah. So yeah, they fumigated the house, and then Sainsbury's were like, "Oh, okay, we'll uh, we'll pay for the fumigation and we'll cover your hotel costs as well." So yeah, that's uh, that's just a little nightmare from London. Fucking hell! I mean. Uh, I, I, I kind of, I'm glad that Sainsbury's were at least like, okay, yeah, this is our bad. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry yeah. about infesting your house with incredibly dangerous. That's fucking, like, you know the worst thing? Like, my girlfriend will listen to this and I will never be allowed to eat bananas again. But the problem, but like, it's going to get worse, G, because I need to, I need to explain some stuff, stuff to you. Because Sainsbury's said that um, they apologise, but insist that they have a rigorous control um, system put in place. Well, clearly not rigorous enough. But but this is the thing. You can't control it. There is no way that you can control this kind of situation um, because Brazilian wandering spiders like to live in banana plants. It's one of their favourite places to live, which means they like to lay their eggs in Brazilian banana plants. And and the eggs will just sit there and and they'll just hatch at, at at some point afterwards but you won't necessarily detect them it's impossible to it's impossible to completely control this it's just a fact of of importing bananas from hot countries especially you know brazil because yeah. you can't stop it it's impossible to control um an influx of this kind of of spider into into the country because you can't stop them from um from getting in so yeah so, Maybe lay off the bananas this week, just all, until we we know that it's not an issue anymore. So we're all going to be murdered by spiders as well. By angry happening. spiders. Forget the false widow. The false widow ain't shit. 
It's a Brazilian that, wandering that, spider. That, that's, that's the main spider that's been in the British news, isn't yeah, it? Because that, they, like, cause, cause cause they yeah, because they like because because they took over a school. Yeah, so yeah, they they were like teaching classes on yeah. spidernomics. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was it was one of those classic things. It's it's just proof that like Michael Goes free school project has gone too far. <laughs> you know, it's not just unqualified teachers who are taking over like these schools now. It's spiders, <laughs> and you know, I've got to say, looking at the Ofsted inspection from that school that was taken over by false widow spiders it did not make good reading it, I really think like the education reform in this country has gone to the dogs I'm looking forward to the day when in the Houses of Parliament Michael Gove just like kind of stands up on his massive spider legs that he's been hiding inside that human suit all this time and oh, guts and, and guts Ed Miliband that's it. He's actually been a spider all along. I forget <laughs> about reptilians. Yeah. It's the spider people. That's what yeah. you got to look out for. Like, if ones... anybody was a spider person, I think that Michael Gove is a pretty good, uh, he's a pretty good candidate. Yeah, they no, definitely. That, yeah, he, he is, he is top of my list of people in government who are probably spiders. <laughs> <laughs> probably almost certainly spiders. It's like that. one of my favourite stories about this kind of like spidery bullshit is there was a, a um a story I heard um about three years ago about a container ship that um that had basically been the hold had been taken over by spiders <sighs> and it had been sailing and sailing and sailing for like a month and nobody had looked in one of the holds and because the spiders had spiders had killed the crew yeah and were now driving the yeah it was like that bit in um, Jurassic Park 2. Yeah, it, like, it's it's like it's like a science fiction film where they find the abandoned spaceship and it's full of alien eggs. Yeah, only it was spiders, and it and was it like it was happened. full of webs. Yeah, and it actually happened. And but it they was were just going to take over New York. <laughs> yeah, they hadn't even looked in the in the hold of the ship that the the, the spiders are in because you know massive these massive ships you can't necessarily do yeah. that. Um, and they cracked it open when it got to Dover, and what can only be described as a tidal wave of spiders and spider carcasses just spilled oh, out God. onto the deck. Oh God! Yeah. Did they did they get flamethrowers and deal with that? I can't. I'm not sure how they dealt with it, but I think that's basically yeah. They had to like kind of like fumigate the inside of the ship and stuff, and then someone's got to sweep all those spider carcasses out. That's uh, worst. The actual worst. That's a pretty bad job. <laughs> yeah, so uh, let's just let's just lay off the bananas this week, shall we? That's yeah, just not do the bananas. Let's oh. not do the bananas. Not do bananas, please. Oh God! You see, I I like bananas, but I'm not allowed to eat them anymore because, like, if I peel them, like thousands of spiders will run out of it. <laughs> like a non-Euclidean amount of spiders. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> More spider. Like like the banana has basically become a por- portal to an infinite spider hell dimension. Yeah, pretty much. I think that's what's happened. Oh God. <laughs> This is it's, horrible. It's fine. Just don't eat bananas for a week. Give it a week. A week off. Yeah, and then we'll have another fruit that you can't eat because it's yeah. infested with crickets or something. <laughs> yeah, you Might can't eat oranges cr- this week because if you peel them open, it's full of locusts. <laughs> like, there are now a horde of locusts. They come in oranges now. We can't eat oranges. Sorry. I cut into my avocado and it screamed. <laughs> oh, God, don't. Don't, Tyler. What are you doing? No, it chittered. Sorry, they don't scream. Oh, they chittered, no! don't they? Fuck you! <laughs>
I don't want a chittering avocado. What am I going to make guacamole from now? <laughs> I guess ants or something. Yeah, giant, giant. Those wasps that that like inject their larvae into the brains of beetles, and then bury the beetles alive while the Fucking while the larvae like, eat them from the inside. Apparently, insects are vital for like the continued survival of our planet, but I don't know. They're creepy. <laughs> They're not we right. We should find out. Shall we just find out what happens? Let's eradicate all the arachnids and insects, and uh, we'll just I, see. We'll see what happens. I think it'll be all right. Life finds a way, Simon. I learned this from Jurassic Park. <laughs> Life finds a way. If we kill all the insects, it'll be fine. We just won't have to deal with fucking insects anymore. Or or arachnids, because spiders aren't aren't insects. <laughs> Whatever. Well, you got to be. You've got to be um, clear with this. Because if you kill all the insects, nobody's going to keep the spiders down, and the spiders—it's like red alert. <laughs> yeah, then, you then go back in time and kill all the insects. The spiders all rise up and like put us all in, and then they'll have like Tesla coils, I guess. I guess because that's how changing how what happens if you change the future. Yeah, apparently Nikolai Tesla becomes useful. I hate nerds. Oh, like, oh, nerds. oh shit! Right, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on this. Oh, here Tesla. we go. Oh, here we go. Okay, I'm just going to distance myself from this. This is not necessarily the opinion of the errand of mercy. Right, nerds, I get that Nikolai Tesla was awesome and he came up with some good ideas, but do you know what he was really bad at? Marketing and actually building these things. I've got great ideas. Well, I, I tave them all the time on this podcast. I don't do shit with them, though. You know, it's awesome films me and Simon have talked about never been made. Yeah. It, doesn't mean, it doesn't make us better filmmakers than, like, Steven Spielberg, all right? Because he gets shit done. He gets shit done. Thomas Edison, he was a horrible bastard. He but was. he got shit done. <laughs> Nikolai Tesla, maybe he was an awesome dude, but he was just bad at the whole thing. He was good at like inventing stuff, but he was bad at like making stuff. Right? This is basically becoming the uh, the the militant atheist comic from the oatmeal. I, I I don't I guess I don't know I don't read the oatmeal. What basically what I'm saying is if you go back in time and kill Thomas Edison, do you know what would happen? It wouldn't mean that Nikolai Tesla would now be the awesome guy. And we'd all be driving electric cars. It means that we wouldn't have light bulbs. All right, <laughs> deal with it. Thank you. I said my piece. Um, I, as a counterpoint, I will um, when this when this podcast is uploaded next week. Next week, I will put up a link to the oatmeal's thing about how cool um, Tesla is. And that's the only reason people like Tesla, by the way, is because the oatmeal wrote a comic about him, and everybody right. was like, "Oh, I love the oatmeal. I will blindly follow the oatmeal." Okay, um, I mean, sure, he was cool, but he just like was not good at stuff. He was not good at be, like being alive. I think is the problem. <laughs> he was an ideas man. He was more of an ideas man. What we needed, we need to find some... If we, like, clone together Edison and Tesla, what happens then? Then then we have electric cars and shit. Like, but they're not a cool guy. He'll still be... He'll be a dick, but we'll have, like, electric cars and, like, like space stations and crap like that. We have space stations and electric cars, but once again, they're they're kind of lame. They're lame. Like, yeah, we would have... Good electric cars and stuff, all right? But isn't isn't like that really fast electric car called a Tesla? Yeah, exactly. And I think that's part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> what like if it was an Edison, it yeah. would it would it would be more reliable, but it would also probably run on petrol, to be fair. 
To be fair. Yeah, if it was an Edison, he'd be like, fuck this. Yeah, exactly. Um, What's that? What's that? What this uses a non-renewable energy source? Fuck you. Yeah, well, get out of my office. Perhaps it, yeah, perhaps like in the long run, it might be more efficient or something. But for like pound for pound energy achieved, I'm pretty sure we can just burn some petrol. Yeah. You know what? At the time, he was right. Okay. All right. That's why he got, that's why he was the successful one and and Tesla died a horrific wreck. Okay. There's a reason that happened. No, but yeah, but the the world's not fair. All right. Accept. It. Do you remember that crazy movie called The Prestige where... where um, no, because where... as we've discussed, I've never seen The Prestige. David about... Bowie plays like, Tesla. I was thinking, how long can we go until Simon mentions that he loves The Prestige and David Bowie plays, plays Nikola Tesla? I'm betting five seconds. I was a bit out, okay? I'll give you credit, but still. Next, you're going to make a reference to H.P. Lovecraft. All right, it's fine. It's your thing. I haven't actually said Lovecraft for, like, a really long, a really you high number of episodes. You Lovecraft for no, I mean, yeah, Obviously on this episode, but, like, we've got maybe, we've got maybe, like, 20 episodes of me saying anything about Lovecraft or Lovecraftian. I don't think I've said Stygian or Chithonian. None of those things have been mentioned. No mention of Yog Sogoth. None of that. <laughs> this, this is this is episode sixty-five of our comedy podcast, The Air Diversity, where where G has a Lovecrafty and Tesla breakdown. <laughs> Fuck you. I've been to the internet. They won't stop talking about Tesla and Lovecraft. It's <laughs> all I know how to talk about now. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like you're like there are other things Simon I'm like but I don't think there is G and I'm like no listen I'll talk about Justin Bieber for a bit it'll be fine no we don't talk about Justin Bieber <laughs> no, anymore we don't anymore that's the thing we no longer about talk about Justin Bieber Lovecraft or now Nikola Tesla we've, we've, we've ruling those things we should have like an errand of mercy like it's like a swear jar we have like a, a like I have to pay money into a PayPal account Every single time I talk about Lovecraft, Justin Bieber, or Tesla, um, went to Starbucks earlier. <laughs> We're gonna shall we add Starbucks to that as well? Definitely should. Yeah, uh, but seriously, I went to Starbucks earlier and had a gingerbread latte. And oh shit, was good. GBL is here. Yeah, it's bonfire night, and the GBL's out. I guess it must be the CRP. Oh shit. Yeah, well, I think that's acceptable. Yeah, well, I don't know. I would have left it till after Bonfire Night. I think if I'd gone tomorrow and had a gingerbread latte, I would have been like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But they've it's been bonfire. selling, like, they've been selling fucking mince pies in Sainsbury's for like two months at this point. I'm not sure if they even stopped. I don't like, think they do anymore. I, I actually think you can get like mince pies and hot cross buns all year round these days. I'm, I think mince pies, that's fine, but hot cross buns, that's blasphemy. Yeah, because they have they have crosses on them, dude. It's a, they're a religious they're a religious cake. This is a religious a religious piece of confectionery. You can't just abuse it like that. Do can't. other countries have hot cross buns, or is that like an English thing? Is that uh, like a might... British thing? I'm gonna wiki that shit. Because I just realised, like maybe we're the only people who have like religious cakes. Because it's kind buns. of odd, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's basically just the Commonwealth. It's um, UK, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa and Canada. 
Right, so yeah, it's, it's it's Britain and all the countries that are basically Britain, but somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. So uh, on the um, on the um, hot cross buns Wikipedia entry, there's like an amazing advert for hot cross buns um, from 1884 that says, <laughs> "Good Friday, April the 11th, 1884. There will be ready." From 5 a.m. until 5 p.m., the finest hot cross buns ever made in this city. 50 cents per dozen at F. Horn Steam Candy Factory and Bakery on Hotel Street. <laughs> Steam. Well, could you read what the name of that company is again? F. Horn's Steam Candy Factory and Bakery. Steamed candy. That's, yeah. a, that's a thing that could not exist kind of past 1900. <laughs> They got like New Year's Day 1900 happened. They were like, well, I guess we're just going to have to close now. Because yeah, no no one is ever going to want to eat a steamed candy. What is steamed candy? I don't know. How does it work? I don't know, but actually, I'm going to go back in it and say that if, like, I bet steampunks have steamed candy. Oh, I bet they do. I bet they do. Or maybe they don't because they're kind of lame. I don't know. Well, they are, yeah, steampunks are lame, so I guess maybe... Oh, shit. They this is the episode where we lose everyone. Like <laughs> Nikolai Tesla and steampunks. They're not right. going to want to listen anymore. Well, fair enough. Fine. <laughs> um, I, I remember when, like, steampunk stuff first started being a thing, and I was like, oh, that's kind of, that's kind of interesting. You know, I like blimps. I like yeah. hats. These are both things I can get by. And, and waistcoats. Like, and then, yeah, and then it was like, it's like, I mean, that's a thing. I am a man who likes wearing a three-piece suit and, yeah. hold, and and having a long, you know, a walking umbrella and things. Like, okay, you know, someone, I once um, went out for drinks with someone and I had my long umbrella and was kind of like walking along with it. Yeah. And someone said, you look like a person who should be in um, Chap, you know, the magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's kind of good. But fucking steampunk, you could gone too far with that shit. Because, like, if you, like, it's all right wearing, like, three-piece suits and, like, I've got an overcoat from 1954 or something. You yeah. know, it's like, it's that's okay because I, I do it. Like, so it's clearly, But, yeah, like, no, don't, like, tape, don't, like, have a long, greasy ponytail with, like, cogs taped to it, you <laughs> dickhead. I would um, I would add to that, like when you said um, steampunk, it, steampunk, it's kind of cool, but you've gone too far with it. What what you need to say is anything. It's yeah. kind of cool, but you've gone too far you've with it. You've gone too far with it. Like yeah. fucking like, oh, yeah, this is cool. I kind of like this because of the way that you are. Yeah, or, I think uh, that's true. Like That's mostly... basically my response to, to like kind of anything vaguely involved with the internet or like kind of nerd yeah. style counterculture as a whole at this point. Like yeah, exactly. it starts like... off with me agree- agreeing and then a gradually increasing violent scream. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. I, I, I mean, you always see this, like, one guy, like, like, one guy or girl or whatever posts something, like, of them dressed in a way, or, like, said someone, someone like, like the, the humans of New York posts a picture of someone. It's like, oh, that guy looks cool. Yeah. And then, like, within a month, like, people are dressed as a crazy caricature of that guy. And you're yeah. like, uh, this is shit now. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah, like it, everything has like a week and a half long life where it's yeah. okay, and then it's just fucked. Like, yeah. like everything. My Little Pony done. <laughs> Fucking steampunk done. Done. Um, what what else have we had recently that's that's had that treatment? Star Wars done. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just like anything that even vaguely involves nerds. It's like yeah, Breaking it's- Bad done. 
can't yeah, yeah. deal with it. Just yeah. so inundated with that stuff at the moment, to the point where now I never want to watch it. Well, yeah, that was it. I wanted to watch it until it was just, oh, no, it's done now. I, I don't want to ever watch this show because yeah. like, I can't stand how excited everyone is getting about it. But it's well, not I, so I much think... that. It's just, oh, yeah, Adventure Time. That's what I was thinking of. Adventure yeah. Time, done. I, done. Totally done. Absolutely 100% done. Um, Remember a while ago, you were like, you should watch this cartoon because it's really funny. I was like, oh, this is really funny. And then gradually just yeah. like everywhere, everything. Everything. All Monopoly. Adventure Time Monopoly. Done. That, it's, is that it? As soon as Monopoly releases a noun monopoly that no no i think that that noun is now done no i think that there are certain things that like anything that involves an actual established economy with like centers of trade in it that is fine you can have star wars monopoly and you can have star wars risk because there is a an established economic system where planets contribute goods and services to other planets for example i know kessel has spice mines so it would make (laughs) make sense that that would be a property property and monopoly What's the fucking economy of ooh in Adventure Time? <laughs> like, yeah, excitement? No. <laughs> no. Wacky, wacky wacky, Korean rainbow unicorns? That's not a currency. <laughs> it's a barter economy at best. <laughs> Think about it. What, like, are you supposed to, like, superimpose a capitalist economic system over the world of Adventure Time? <laughs> At best, they're working with some kind of feudal or medieval principality-based system, and you can't use Monopoly to to translate that. Maybe Adventure Time Settlers of Catan, I could understand, because I can imagine that maybe the Fire Kingdom trades lava with the Ice Kingdom because neither of them can produce that specific commodity, and that gives it value in other kingdoms. But I do not believe that you can buy a fucking train station in that enchanted forest where all of the animals need to deal with their personal angsty issues. <laughs> no, yeah. Does yeah, my fucking right. head in. You're right. You, you found the solution. You, you found the solution. Good work. I'm sorry. It just made me really angry. It's a, No, it's a, you're entirely right. You're right to be angry. You're exactly the right amount of angry for what's happened here. <laughs> So Adventure Time Settlers of Catan, I may play. Um, I don't think that um, I don't think I'd do that with Adventure Time Monopoly. No, no, yeah, spot on. Spot so on. stop ruining the stuff that I I like. Because, because because with your fervent desire to express how much you like it, you push me out of it, and I want to like it, but I can't get close enough to it because your incandescent love of it just pushes me away. Nothing I can do about that. Wish I could. Yeah, wish no. wish I could. I think we both wish. I think everyone wishes they could. It's like, oh, I wish I could like a cool thing, but that person likes it. So now well, I it's can't. not. It's not so much that. It's that those now, million that, people like it, and they those like it. Way gazillion too people like it, and they will not stop fucking shouting about it. So for fear of being thought to be somebody like that, I cannot be involved anymore. Yeah. Look at all these nice things. Oh, you can't have them. Sorry. You can't what have them because, because like, these 20 people like them. They have all of the like of it. Yeah. But you know the like of it that's supposed to be shared between about sort of 10 million people? These 10 guys have that. Yeah, for so. example, classic example of, of this. Um, I've been playing today the Wolf Among Us, which is um, a Telltale Games game um, based on the Fables universe. 
which is about fairy tale characters living in downtown New York, and you play as Big B Wolf, who used to be the Big Bad Wolf and is now the sheriff of that bur- that burg of New York, who has to try and keep everybody in line, even though all the different fairy tale creatures of different um, cultures constantly clash with each other's. And I really enjoy that, and I know it's episodic. And I also know there's seven episodes that are going to come out by episode three. I will not be able to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Because somebody else will be talking their shit about it, and I'll just be like, fine, you carry on. Yeah. I'll just have to play it on my own and not talk about it. Because you've taken all of the like. <laughs> you have all of the like now. Yeah. I'm not excited to express my like of it. Anyway, other stuff that's happening in the world. I want to talk about this last week, but for some reason we ran out of time. Um have, have you been keeping up with the news about Canada recently? Do you know Canada, Simon? I know Canada. It's, it's a, a hip and happening, friendly place. Uh, well, that, that's why I was uh, under the impression as well, that it was a friendly, nice place where everyone's polite, but they're also kind of cool. Yeah. It's like the cool America, Simon. It is. It's like nice America with less people and more snow. Yeah, exactly, which sounds perfect pretty yeah. much. There has been some issues in Canada. Now, the biggest city in Canada is Toronto, Recently, they've been having a couple of issues with their mayor, Simon. Oh. Um, after, well, a few, I mean, this sort of kicked off like right at the beginning of the year. But um, some guy claimed that he had a video of the mayor of Toronto, Rob Ford, smoking crack cocaine. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's, uh, that's not an accusation you make lightly, is well, it? Well, no, not really. Um, so obviously lots of people wanted to see this video he was like i i want some money first before i let anyone see this video of course so he did the i believe i was a newspaper i think called the toronto star it could be the toronto sun i can't really remember yeah. or care um and gawker the kind of oh, new york-based media collective grouped up to try and raise enough money it was called the crack starter they raised money <laughs> through kickstarter to get enough money to buy this video they got the money but um the guy with the video sort of disappeared what a surprise what a surprise um, did he so- um did he by any chance claim that he was also a nigerian prince well, no, he didn't. He wasn't able to get. They didn't even manage to get the money to it. He, oh, just, okay. he just went underground. Um, now there was a claim that he'd been arrested at the time, and people oh. like that's a bit odd. So oh. He was on his house when he disappeared. And oh fuck! Um, in the last, basically last week, about the time we were doing the show last week, um, the chief of the Toronto police did a press conference. And announced that he had seen the video, and it did indeed show the mayor of Toronto smoking crack cocaine. Also, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, um, and like released basically a load. Essentially, the uh, mayor of Toronto's former chauffeur is now under arrest, awaiting trial for set for being a drug dealer. And there's like just transcripts of the police watching the mayor of Toronto buying crack off this dude like hours and hours of Toronto buying crack off this dude drinking bottles of vodka in the back of his car urinating in public it's just it, the list goes oh, on just things mayors probably shouldn't do um, i think that um he's a mayor in the wrong country he should move down south he'd fit in really well with the mayors of um of america down well, there you think so don't you i yeah. mean 
so on on Halloween night, this is the best bit. That he dresses a KKK member as well. <laughs> no, he did a press conference in his office, which was all done up with like Halloween decorations. Awesome. He did a press conference standing next to a giant model of the Grim Reaper to announce <laughs> that he would not resign and that he had never smoked crack, despite the fact the chief of police just had just said that he smokes crack. Um the best thing about this is that apparently Toronto has no way to remove an elected mayor. Oh, Jesus, really? They can't <laughs> impeach him? No, and it's like a year and a half to the next elections. So he can do, do whatever the fuck he wants for a year the and a half. For the next year and a half, Toronto has a crack-smoking mayor and can't do anything about it. So basically what you're saying is that for the next year and a half, Toronto is basically Arkham City. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out while you can. Like, if you live in Toronto, like, don't stay in Toronto because it's not getting any better, I'm afraid to say. Shit. (laughs) It's going to be like Metro City in about two years. They'll not be able to fix it. It's going to be all no, fucked. Because, like, yeah, I mean, this dude, like, he, he's now a crack, like, what, he could, like, he's already been caught smoking crack, like, and they can't do anything. Like, now he's basically got free reign yeah, to do he's whatever He's basically immortal what. now. He's <laughs> essentially got all of the Dragon Balls together. In terms of political, in terms of political manoeuvring, he holds all of the Dragon Balls. He can make any wish he wants. Can I also just say, if you... Like, if you have don't know anything about this, like, just Google image search Rob Ford because he is also the world's fattest man. <laughs> like, and not, like, fat as in, like, saggy fat. I mean, he's just an enormous round man. Oh, it's shit. Look fat. at him. Look at him, Simon. He, He's the mayor of, of somewhere in Toronto. He is the mayor of Toronto. Basically, all of the... Um, all of the pictures of him, if you Google image search him as well, it appear to be him bellowing things as well. <laughs> yeah. He's just, he's a fat red faced man who smokes crap. <laughs> he's the mayor of Toronto. Some pretty, um, some pretty lovely photoshops up here as well. Well, of him smoking crack. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I would like to say, obviously, no one's actually seen the video of him smoking crack yet because the video is part of, like, evidence for an ongoing... I think it might actually be a murder trial. It's now part of evidence. Shit. Like, like not kidding. This guy is, like, the the most corrupt mayor, and it's amazing. And they can't get rid of him. And they can't do anything about it. Shit. That's that's the problem with Canada, isn't it? Like you've built your entire your entire political system around people being nice, and the yeah. moment somebody who's not nice gets in, he's like, "I'm gonna fuck this up. Like, and then, I'm gonna do what I want. Doesn't matter." And, if, and no one knows what to do. They're like, uh, "Could you please leave?" No, it's like, I, I have no idea where we go from here. Like, Usually, I just ask once, and they politely say, "Yes, okay." Yeah, because we're Canadian, and that's how this country works. But I don't know anymore. Oh, Canada. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. This guy might have broken Canada forever, unfortunately. Ah, oh, shit. Which is sad, because I like Canada. They need to just get rid of him and then um, and then just fix those laws, and then we're all good. Then we're all good. Yeah. He can uh, go manage... Uh, he can be the mayor of New York. Yeah, they're looking for a new mayor at the yeah. moment. I mean, he sounds like he should and be to, the mayor of New York. To be honest, he hasn't, like, cheated on his wife, like, twice. How many times did Weiner cheat on his wife? 
oh, like all the time. Every just, single time. It's like I, it was, he, he was like doing a press conference telling people, like, I have never shown a woman a picture of my dick. And like the, the, the reporter was like, you are literally taking a picture of your dick right now. <laughs> You're doing it now. No, I've never... I'm not. No, not doing that. You, you clearly are. You've just sent me a picture of your dick, Anthony Weiner. <laughs> Anthony <laughs> Weiner, stop it. Like, your name is Anthony Weiner. Can you not realise how this is already a joke? Stop doing this. Please, we're your friends. I've never taken a picture of my dick. I'm not I... doing it right now, honestly. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, fuck. Oh, oh, that is embarrassing. That didn't happen. That wasn't something that happened. I, I fervently deny that that happened. I do apologise. And there's, there's... Oh, I've done it again. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, politicians. Endless That was, that was some satire for you. Maybe we'll get on um, Have I Got News For You. Is that still a thing that happens? Um, Is I that guess. happening? I, I don't know. I haven't seen it for a Is while. Is Shooting Stars still on? Can we be on that? Shooting Stars is not on anymore. Oh. We, can't, we can't watch Shooting Stars. We can't be on Shooting Stars anymore, I'm sorry oh, to say. That's, that's unfortunate. <laughs> what about... Um, what we could about... be on point... Oh, my God. It's like, Simon, we could go on Pointless. We're two people. We're, we are two people. Let's why, go on Pointless. Why are we on Pointless? Like, I'm pretty sure anyone can get on that show. We could just really transparently be like, yeah, we're here on an errand of mercy. <laughs> Why don't we do that? <laughs> Let's apply for it. It's see what happens. Sells on TV. Yeah, it's good. I've already been on TV, so I'll probably operate quite well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That lost episode of um, of the late edition that 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 will never see the light of day. Unfortunately, it's got to be somewhere, but it's not on the internet. It's not on the internet. So there you go. That that's what we're up to this week. Um, <laughs> Smoking crack. Smoking crack, trying to get on television. Maybe now. we could become joint mayors of Toronto. Oh, like because being mayors of North North Miami didn't work out for it us. It didn't work out for us at all. Why, why don't we become a mayor of Toronto? I like Canada. Let's yeah, move me to too. Canada and run Toronto. I like Canada. Like, I like, like the video game Arkham City. Yeah, like, I mean, this is it. Like, Toronto elected an enormous, fat, bellowing, crack-smoking man. Like, why wouldn't they vote for us? <laughs> Maybe we should, like, we should look, get get a two-person fat suit and we can take him on. Yeah, because, well, that's the only way to be bigger, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, are you up to anything tonight for Bonfire Night? Um, I think I will be inside watching the fireworks. Lemmington had all of its its Bonfire Night stuff last weekend. Um, Why? So, and didn't get. I don't know, but like, I think it's they were trying to roll it into Diwali, right? Um, okay. Try and like kind of take that council budget hit all at once. It's basically like if um, your birthday's just before Christmas. Unfortunately, yeah. you're not going to get as many presents because that is essentially like we've basically co-opted that holiday because it's the only Hindu holiday anyone knows about, isn't yeah. it? Diwali. So. Yeah. Like that, and, it's, that, and it and it's so close to bonfire night as well. Yeah, we year. basically have Diwali, Halloween, bonfire night. That's it's like an awesome two weeks of just explosions. It's but great. then again, that is how like like all of the Christian stuff that happens around Easter and Christmas happen at those dates, though, isn't it? Yeah, just co-opting other people's religious festivals. Maybe I that's think, what's happening. Like, 
Bonfire Night is a weird, like, it, I mean, people talk about this on, all the time. It is a weird, like, because we celebrate the fact that some guy didn't blow up the king, yeah. despite the fact that, like, two years later, we killed the king. <laughs> like, why Why is Bon? Like, you'd think at some point during that period, they'd have stopped celebrating Bonfire Night. Yeah. They'd be like, yeah, Guy Fawkes was actually right, because as it turned out, a couple of years later, we all agreed with him and the king sucked. I think that like the the primal need to set shit on fire and drink a lot and make things explode overrides an understanding of irony even in the English mind. <laughs> I think that's the problem. That's, you're probably right. Yeah, Manchester has three different big fireworks nights. So oh, wow! Because, yeah, so the closest one to me is actually Plant Fields, but oh, um, yeah. my girlfriend—that's the one I always place. used to go to. Yeah, yes, yeah, same here. But my girlfriend lives close to Shorten, so I'm probably oh, well, going go. to those ones. Um, also available, the fireworks at Heaton Park, but, like, who the fuck can be asked going to Heaton Park? I mean, I don't want to get the tram to see fireworks. Exactly. That sounds like an awful idea. And you'll be on, like, a you'll be on a tram with a bunch of other people who don't know why they're getting the tram to see fireworks. Yeah, and don't know where to get off, because, like, whoever takes the tram to... Anyway, so <laughs> thank you very much for listening. Please tell a friend. Our logo is now enormous, uh, but we're still on <laughs> iTunes. Um, hey, baby, my logo's enormous. Hopefully that'll be sorted at some point. Yeah, iTunes are are being uncooperative, as you heard at the beginning of the show. You can get in touch with us. Our Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash Eric Mercy. Twitter is at EOM podcast. And our email account is eom.podcast at gmail.com. I think that's pretty much it. So um, we'll yeah. see you next week. Just Face a couple of friends shooting the shit. <laughs> shit. Shut up. <laughs> what? We're just a couple of average guys. This is our podcast about things that affect average guys like yeah. me and you. Yeah, me, Harrison, you, Ford. This is the Harrison Ford cast. <laughs> me, Tarzan, you, Jane. Me, Harrison, you, Ford. <laughs> I say good night because it's three o'clock in the afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon.